0: Well, she is the host of Blazing the Trail, heard every Wednesday evening at 7.30, right here on Mater Day Radio, or anytime on the Hail Mary Media app, and the Faith Formation Director at St. Anthony Catholic Church in Tigard, we welcome Miriam Marston. Good morning, Miriam.
1: Good morning, David. It's great to be on with you all.
0: Well, it's always great to talk with you, and uh, here we are in Lent, in March, off to the Lenten start.
1: Oh, Lent is going great so far. It's one of those seasons, you know, a week or so in, two weeks in, and it's like the new year. Like, you know, I remember when we talked, David, about not wanting to do everything for a new year resolution. And I find myself with a similar attitude in Lent. Yeah. (laughs) That you know, what is the Lord really asking me to focus on? And let me not get caught up in a very long to-do list, but really let the to-do list, the work of the Holy Spirit, be what needs to happen. It's good to kind of examine, okay, where am I in Lent? And what's the Lord really, uh, yeah, wanting to do in my life at this time?
0: So do you do anything like you have New Year's resolutions? Do Mm -hmm. you do anything for Lent?
1: Yeah, I mean, sort of the the classic, like, hey, maybe giving up sweets and snacks and yeah. things like that. You know, David, one thing I am doing different, and it sounds like a small thing, but I, I turned my phone to grayscale, um, oh. so it's all in black and white, and uh, so it's just um, just a little bit different, but getting me to look forward to uh, Easter, when I can get that splash of color on my phone, hey. <laughs> But the idea is, is to sort of limit the attachment that I have to uh, a device, you yeah, know, yeah. Um so yeah, it's something a little bit different.
0: No, that's a great idea. never thought about that, but that yeah. that's, that's a pretty cool way to do it and uh, kind mm-hmm. of look forward to then, you know, 40 days and, and mm-hmm. see how it goes. And uh, we all make that journey. Well, of course, you're the Faith Formation Director at St. Anthony Catholic Church, as I mentioned. So what are you doing right now as you move through the season of Lent?
1: Yeah, great question. So um really, the the focus right now, I continue so the work with our kids who are preparing, of course, for first reconciliation and first communion. Um, but really, a big focus right now is uh, working with those men, women, and children who will be baptized at the Easter vigil, um mm-hmm. and not just baptism, but baptism, confirmation. And First Holy Communion. So up until this point, we've been in the period of the catechumenate, um, which we've spent a few months in since last fall. And David, I was reflecting on this because, you know, we began with the rite of acceptance last fall mm-hmm. when the catechumens were asked this question. They, they were asked, what do you ask of God's church? And they responded with the word faith. And then they're asked, well, what does faith offer you? And they respond, eternal life. Hmm. And I was reflecting on that, that I really liked how the journey for them started there with the statement of their desire for eternal life, because this theme of eternal life begins to really come into focus uh, in this season, preparing for the joy of Easter and, of course, the glory of the resurrection, um, the promise, ultimately, of eternal life in the Holy Trinity so they started there and now we moved through the catechumenate. They studied the foundations of faith, um, you know, the Trinity, the church, the Bible, prayer, sacraments. Right. Uh, we've worked to sort of provide a space for them, David, to ask questions, but also to, to cultivate um, a habit of listening to how God is speaking to them through all of these various experiences, through attending Mass, uh, hearing God's words, through the class, but also, David, through the fellowship um, that's been built around the preparation for coming into the church. Um, And God works through that, too. And that took on a a new dimension for them uh, with just recently when we celebrated the rite of election. Mm -hmm. And so on February 26th, we had the rite of sending. Um, at St. Anthony's, um, as it would have happened in parishes really across the country, across the world. Um, so we begin at the parish, and the catechumens, David, they, they come forward, and they're signing, they sign their names in the book mm. that is then presented to the bishop later that day at the cathedral during the rite of election. Again, they're making a public statement about their desire to join the church, Right and to enter into this wonderful family of the mystical body of Christ. And David, I want to add here that I spoke to a few of our parishioners here at the parish in the days following the rite, and they, so they saw it at the 10 a.m. Mass, and they mentioned to me how inspiring it was um, to see the catechumens take this step and to offer that witness of faith to the rest of the community. Right. And I think, you know, if someone's faith is maybe a little bit stagnant or even lukewarm, it can be a wonderful remedy to to witness the catechumens taking this step because they're expressing a desire to be reborn in Jesus Christ. And so for those in the community, like myself, like maybe many of our listeners who were baptized as infants, Yeah. It's an awesome reminder of our own baptismal identity and what it means to be a son or daughter of God. So I, I just love that they have they show that witness um at the rite of sending. And then um then we did the rite of election at the cathedral. Mm-hmm. Um and David, you know, this is for almost all of them, this is the first time they've been to the cathedral.
0: Wow. Um
1: and they look around And they see hundreds of people there from all around the Archdiocese. And, you know, I've been telling them this whole time, you know, you're not alone. Um, There are lots of people, you know, around the globe who are in your shoes, who are preparing for this moment at Easter Vigil. But in that moment, it becomes real. They look around that space and they're like, oh, there is a church outside of St. Anthony's. (laughs)
0: there's, There's a
1: church beyond the church that I've known so far. I'm just i excited that they get to see that and experience it for the first time, that they understand this is a very big community that they are about to enter. So yeah, that was the rite of election on February 26th.
0: You know, it strikes me when you say that, and the catechumens joining this universal family, and Mm -hmm. what a feeling that must be. Again, you mentioned about many of us, myself included, being a cradle Catholic— to yeah. see that occurring and as a reminder to us that no matter where we go, for the most part in the world, there are people there with the same faith that we have. We're not alone.
1: Yeah, and that's the word Catholic, right, that yeah. it's worldwide, it's universal. And and again, we can talk about it, David, in our classes, and but for them to witness it and for them to feel at home in a space that is not the Classroom A or the Mm -hmm. St. Anthony Church, I, I want them to, exactly like you said, to feel at home spiritually kind of wherever... Uh, wherever they go.
0: Yeah. Do you ever talk to people who have gone through the RCIA program who are, quote, graduates, so to speak, and then come back and chat with you later on?
1: You know, a few times, not, you know, I haven't been in this role for very long. True. Um, And, uh, you know, and I, my first year was was all in COVID. And so we didn't even have these rights really, uh, to begin with, but this is why I am such a big fan of them, because to be totally honest, that first cohort that I worked with who became Catholic that Easter, I have barely had a chance to talk to them since then, since a couple of years ago. Sure. And, And because so much of our interaction was not personal, and it was not, again, incarnational in that sense that there, the connection was, I, I hate to say it, it was kind of weak from the beginning. And that's not to say that God wasn't at work, of course. Oh, sure. he was, yeah. His grace is powerful and everything, but in terms of the sense of community, I felt that there was a, there was a lack there. Yeah. And so this is why I really um, am just soaking in these experiences where we have these opportunities for fellowship and connection to the wider community. So to your question, I, I've spoken with a few, I guess, quote, graduates of RCIA. And in fact, I love having, um, where at all possible, to have folks come back and speak to the current group of catechumens and members of the elect, because they can provide an encouraging testimony saying, Hey, I was there not long ago, and let me encourage you as you uh, approach these just crucial uh, spiritual milestones in your own life.
0: Yeah, so this is awesome for you, too, because this is almost a new step in regards to stepping out of the pandemic and now here you are more face to face. So uh, I love that.
1: Yeah, I would say this is the closest to, like, a normal year. And, of course, with even in that, we had some unexpected snow and ice the weekend of the right. And I'm like, oh, Lord, will you just give me just a a wonderful, just normal experience Uh, of this? But we'll get there one day.
0: (laughs) He's going to make you work for it. I love it. That's awesome. She is Miriam Marston, of course, host of Blazing the Trail. Heard every Wednesday evening, 730 on Mater Radio, anytime on the Hail Mary Media app and the Faith Formation Director at St. Anthony Catholic Church in Tigard. Miriam, great to talk with you, great to hear your experiences, and, uh, you know, we just wish you so much joy through this Lenten season.
1: Thank you so much. And yes, if we could all just pray for all of those who will be entering the Church at Easter, I would just welcome those prayers from, from all of your listeners.
0: Absolutely, you've got it. Well, have a great day. God bless.
1: God bless.